I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to hour two of the Brian Hanks Show. If you missed our first hour, by golly, you missed a really good hour as we had uh, Paul Whittington on. We had Coach Christopher Bradshaw on from Kenston High School. But it is Friday, uh, November the 10th in the year of the Lord, 2023. This is hour two of episode 967. And joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line from uh, West Virginia, from Institute West Virginia or somewhere close to there, We've got it's time for TGIF with IP. Thank God it's Friday with Isaac Parson from Winston Salem State University, one of the best point guards to ever put on the uniform over at Kenston High School. Good morning, IP. How you doing, dude? IP, are you there? And it looks like we're having phone trouble again this morning uh, with uh, with another one. Hey, you know what? Maybe it's my phone. IP, if you hit your mute button, because we cannot hear you if you're talking, dude. Well, I tell you what, let us, uh, tell you what, let us uh, hang up and try that one more time here with uh, IP. Again, uh, his Winston-Salem State Rams are going to be uh, they they start their 23-24 season tonight as they are going to be taking on West Virginia State University, like I said, in Institute West Virginia. Then they turn around and uh, he and his teammates, uh, Jeremy Dixon, Amaji Dodd, and the rest of Winston Salem State, they will be uh, taking on Davis and Elkins College tomorrow. Let's see, uh, do we have you now, IP? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There you go. Now that you sound great, there, very good. I tell you what, man. I knew when we started this uh, TGI for the IP. We started last week here on the Brian Hanks show. I knew that we were going to have a lot of exciting things to talk about. I mean, with the season starting tonight and all that. I got to tell you, man. I did not see this swerve come through. Uh, with uh, you guys are going to be playing in the uh, HBCU. Uh, classic in Indianapolis, Saturday, February 17th. Did you see that coming? Was that something you knew that you just couldn't share with us? Uh, yeah, that's something I knew for a long time. Um, I just couldn't. It was They wanted to announce it on ESPN, so I just couldn't say nothing about it. No, and I can appreciate yes, that, but, but how excited are you about that? I mean, you're going to be on national television on again on Saturday, February the 17th. I believe it's a 3 o'clock game. Uh, taking on, uh, is it Virginia State or Virginia Union? Uh, Virginia Union. Virginia Union. Uh, how fired up are you for that to be on? I mean, you're already on a national stage having won the CIAA last year, but this just takes it a step further, doesn't it? Uh, yes, sir. You know, we just got to come out prepared and uh, take advantage of our opportunities. You know, it's like once-in-a-lifetime thing. I don't think anybody on the team ever been to the All-Star game, but been able to play on a stage like this. I, I got to tell you, man, you know there's going to be a good Kinston contingent. In fact, I think I'm going to try to lobby. Uh, now, let me tell you, you know the night before, I don't know if uh, your pops told you this or not, but Kinston takes on North Lenore the night before on Friday. It's a regular season finale. Do you think we could uh, talk Coach Tindall into maybe uh, moving that game to Thursday so the folks that want to travel to Indianapolis to see you don't have to try to do it uh, in, a, in an overnight kind of fashion? Uh, yeah, I mean, ah, it's kind of hard, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you would, I don't know if that's possible, but hey, if, if 
if he can, I love that. I tell you, sport. Oh, I absolutely. I tell you what. What if we uh, uh, get you in on a like a Facetime call with us? Because I this is the way I pictured. Okay, myself and uh, Kamer and uh, Coach Parson, and maybe we'll get a couple other people who we know are going to make that trip to uh, Indianapolis. Uh, we all go into Coach Tyndall's office, and uh, I wouldn't say we beg, but uh, we just say, please. It, there's got to be a way we can move that game up a day, right? Right. And you will be a part of it, too, and help us do that, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> Very good. It's, TG, <laughs> it's TGIF with IP. I got to ask you this, dude. Uh, you, I saw the pictures of you and uh, Stephen A. Smith. What was that experience like? Was that the first time you – with him being a Winston-Salem State graduate, have you ever met him before now, or was that the first time you've met him? Nah, that was actually the first time I met him. You know, that was a great experience, you know, um, just a great way to make connections and – Hopefully you see him again. He say he was going to come to a home game. And I can imagine he will be uh, welcome with open arms when he uh, comes to a, a home game in Winston, right? Yes, sir. What was it like? Tell me a little bit about what it was like, though, to uh, to meet him. Did you guys get a chance to talk at all, or uh, was it just basically uh, pose for a picture and, and move on to another person? Uh, yes, sir. He talked to us a little bit, you know, about – uh, the target that's on our back now after we don't want to see our double championship and just the brotherhood that Winston has carried on for so many years and just to stick together. Did he talk any about his experience when he was at Winston Salem State? Uh yes, yeah, sir. But uh he was just saying he ain't really play like that, so it won't really much you can say besides, you know, the brotherhood and and guys just sticking together afterwards and stuff like that. It is unique, isn't it? We talked a little bit about it last uh, week when we had you on here on TGIF with IP. And then even last year when uh, we interviewed you a few times, for folks who've never been, I mean, again, here I go again bringing it up, but I don't mind doing it. For folks who've never been to a, a Winston-Salem State home game, it is really the – it's quite the experience, isn't it? Uh, yes, sir. You know, the fans are just – just diehard fans like Duke and UNC, you know, they just they to come into the game just to just to see us win and cheer us on. Well, you it's been a long off season, and especially for you, we talked about the injury you had at the end of last season and how you've been recovering and recuperating from that all uh, during the off season. Uh, you, you guys have had what a, a couple of months of practice now, getting ready. It all comes down to tonight as you guys will uh, open your 23-24 season against West Virginia State University. Uh, just uh, tell me a little bit about the preparation for uh, the season and for West Virginia State tonight. Uh, the preparation for the season, you know, we had, like I said before, we had 11 new guys come in. So, you know, uh, we just had to get the guys on track. We started out early, you know, just walking through plays, walking through defenses, coverages, and things like that in the preseason. And, then, you know, we had to get a condition in shape for the season. So, you know, they ran us like it was no tomorrow. And uh, for tonight, you know, we just got to play the personnel, um, get out of transition, uh, get in a bonus early, and he died the ball. Well, I tell you what, it is crazy. Uh, <laughs> you've had this long off season, and then you start your season – Three games in five days, which is insane. But, I mean, I, I can imagine, knowing you as well as I know you, you welcome this, don't you, playing three games over the next five days? Yes, sir. 
I'm excited, man. You know, get to play West Virginia State as the first one, and then that, that's just the start. Well, tell us a little bit about it. That's, why, that's how we'll uh, wrap up uh, this week's visit. It's just previewing these uh, next three games. Uh, beginning tonight, West Virginia State University at 730 tonight in Institute, West Virginia. Tell us a little bit about them. Um, last year, they were 29. Uh, they got 10 new players, so kind of like us. They got a lot of transfers, five freshmen, five transfer from JUCO or uh, other schools. Um, they actually got somebody that used to go to Lenore Community College. Um, they got a point guard that transferred from Virginia here. And, yeah, it's not really much of a scout because they're our first game and we're their first game as well. And then you turn around and you play, uh, what, 16 hours later uh, from the end of your game against West Virginia State tonight to turning around and playing Davis and Elkins tomorrow at 2 o'clock. It, it is. It's going to be about 16, probably less than 16 hours before that game. Uh, give us a, a little scouting report on Davis and Elkins. Um, actually, we haven't got the scout yet for Davis and Elkins, but I did a little research. They got a little point guard, um, number four. Uh, he's real shifty, and I think he was like a 15, 15 uh, points per game score. So I think I'll probably be on that assignment. Very good. And then, uh, so that's uh, your first two games, West Virginia State and Davis and Elkins. And then on Tuesday, you get to open up your home part of the schedule, and to get, and it's against a, fil- a familiar foe, too, especially for you. Uh, no, I know you know several of the players that play for them, but you get to open up your home schedule at 7 o'clock against the University of Mount Olive. How excited are you about that? And I know I'm asking you about a game that's uh, five days off and, you know, two opponents away, but still, that's a, it's got to be kind of special when you see University of Mount Olive on your schedule, isn't it? Oh, yes, sir. You know, that was uh, my first offer in high school, and – it's going to be the first game in game, so it should be a real exciting game. The crowd should be there, packed out the gym. So it should be a great environment. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be I, – I, I am foreseeing a uh, very, very special season for you and for Winston-Salem State. And when we talk to you next Friday here on TGIF with IP, you're going to be getting ready for the Chris Paul HBCU tip-off challenge in Uncasville, Connecticut. So uh, – Man, it's been a long off season, but man, you were just all of a sudden you're plunged into your season, aren't you? Yes, sir. You know, this is what I worked for all summer uh, to get back right, doing rehab and just the preseason. So, got here right, right, just in time. Oh, very good. Uh, where you got your your hotel right now? Uh, no, nah, we actually in Winston. We're about to get ready for shooting around, uh, getting up shots and stuff. And then uh, hit the. By what time do you guys hit the road to head up to West Virginia? Uh, about eleven o'clock. Okay. Well, very good. Well, listen. Have a safe trip, man. I, dude, I'm already looking at flights. I'm not joking about the talking to uh, uh, Coach Tindall and seeing if they can get that game moved. Heck, he might even go with us up to uh, Indianapolis for that uh, All Star game, dude. Okay. I would love that. <laughs> Very good. Listen, have a good three, uh, a good three games. Like I said, when we talk to you next week, you'll be getting ready for the Chris Paul HBCU tip-off challenge. Dude, have a great game tonight. Great opening of the season. We'll talk to you next week on TGIF with IP. All right, thank you. There you go. That's Isaac Parson, Winston-Salem State University. Coach, if you'll sit right there, and we'll put the young man right here. 
again, thank you to uh, Isaac Parson for uh, uh, joining us here on TGIF with IP. Your headphones are right there behind you. Yours are right there. Go ahead and mount up, and we'll uh, we'll get to this here in a second. Hey, before we do that, though, let me uh, thank uh, our sponsor of our big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. It is uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare. Uh, again, thank you to UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to UNC Lenore Healthcare, Beverly Jenkins, all those folks over there for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. And man, joining us live right here in my plush, well-lit, well-protected studio. It's full now. I've got a uh, Coach Matt Grantham. Uh, from Lenore Community College. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, Brian. Thanks for having us on. Uh, I, I appreciate you guys coming on. I've got uh, Aiden Eller. Hi, how are you doing? Micaiah Tarver. How are you doing? Doing very good. Thank you guys for joining me here this morning here on the show. We've got you guys for the next 20, 25 minutes or so, and uh, we're just going to break down this season. I, I very tell you what, we'll start with you here, Coach. Uh, a 150 to 59 victory in your first game uh this past week uh to open the season uh, i can't think of a better way to open a season but with a 91 point victory <laughs> um yeah the, the guys uh we came out and played pretty hard um and we had some guys out uh with some injury stuff so i think we only had nine dress which made it kind of hard to limit some rotations i mean i believe aiden over there had 33 points in only 18 minutes of play <laughs> um nobody played more than 25 minutes uh but it was just you know they they, they don't really know any other way to play at this point other than to, to go hard and get after it um so it made it uh it made it a little ugly um and you know that's something we got to do a little better job scheduling uh in the future we kind of inherited this schedule and they were on it so it had to happen, um, but uh, hopefully in the future we'll, we'll get a little more competitive start to the season. Um, but I'm excited for the guys that they got to, to see some success early. I just hope they realize it gets gets a lot harder down the road. So. Well, it gets a lot harder starting tonight. Correct. I'm assuming uh, when you guys travel to Sanford to take on uh, Central Carolina, and uh, we'll, we'll just uh, what 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 did uh, what did you learn from your team this past game? Um. If we come out hard, we can probably be one of the better teams in our region. Um, really just trying to stay locked in mentally. Um, let, not letting uh, – what is it? The uh, naysayers and things like that bother us. You know, just staying locked in and uh, being who we are, really, basically. 33 points in 18 <laughs> minutes. Goodness yes, gracious. Sir. Uh, well, what did you learn about yourself? What did you learn about the team uh, in this uh, in that first victory? Um, I learned that we got a lot of talented guys, and um, the team we played probably isn't the best team we're going to see all year, but it definitely felt good to see that when uh, things are falling, it, it feels good, and it feels good for everybody to see that um, we had a lot of guys with – we had um, Jarius had uh, 19 and 11, right? Yep, 19 yeah, and 11. Uh, 19 and 11, and – 
Uh, Ray Mitchell, our big, had 22 and 12. So, I mean, we got a lot of guys that can really score and play and get after it. And so, I mean, I'm just excited to see what we can do against a team like Central Carolina tonight. Like, I'm really excited to get after it and really, like, go against somebody who I think they're probably going to be one of our, our tougher opponents. Mm-hmm. So, and, and a team that's pretty well matched to us. So, like, I'm excited for uh, for us to see what, what we really got. But. Very good. Give us a scouting report over there, Coach Grantham, uh, Central Carolina tonight. Um, well, they're they're a group that uh, really knows who they are. Um, they 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 do what they do really well. Uh, Brad does a really good job over there. They've just moved up to Division Two, so um, kind of a lot like us. Flipped the roster over, brand new team. Uh, they got scholarship money now. They weren't allowed to have in the past. So uh, he's got a lot of good players in there. They play really fast. They really move it. They run a little circle motion with a lot of a lot of backdoor cuts, a lot of face cuts. They keep it moving. They really pop the ball around well. Uh, they run some other. Stuff, uh, side OBs off of some side elevators, and they've got some horn stuff they like to do. But I think we're prepared um, for what we're going to see. It's just going to be a matter of who's going to who's going to be who they are a little better. Uh, they like to play fast. We like to play fast. Um, you know, they switch everything, which is a little different in the way that we play traditionally. Uh, but I think it's really going to be a matter of you know, can we be engaged for forty minutes? Um, I've talked to them a lot this week about how. You know, I've I've seen more Region 10 basketball than this week than I've seen NBA or college of any other level. Uh, I've seen a lot of our teams in our league, and I truly believe that we can compete with anybody. Um, I think that we're locked in, engaged for 40 minutes. We're the hardest playing dudes for 40 minutes. There's nobody we can't beat. I also think that with a team of 14 freshmen um, and nobody on our roster, uh, healthy at least at the moment, that's ever played in the college basketball game, uh, there's some maturity uh, concerns there too, where if, if we show up one day and try to play to the level of the competition or if we don't have a good practice the night before or if we don't come to walk through ready to go, that uh, there's a lot of teams in this region that are capable of beating us as well. So um, there's a, a wide variance on who we could be. Uh, but I do believe that uh, we can be the best team in the region if if we grow up fast and, and really get after it every night. It's been a whirlwind, hasn't it? This oh, first, yeah. I mean, I remember seeing you at uh, the ECI. Uh, you know, we talked to you a little bit down there. And then and even before that, uh, after you were hired, just uh, for folks who maybe missed that, this is only your second visit here on the show, to uh, introduce everybody to uh, Matt Grantham, the uh, head basketball coach at Lenore Community College. Um, I'm Matt Grantham is just a, a Eastern North Carolina dude that's uh, been coaching for a while now, uh, but grew up in basketball. Son of a high school coach, uh, a legend, yeah, legendary yeah, coach in Onslow County. Yeah, yeah, very good high school coach, Hall of Famer. Um, you know, this is year eight for me in coaching, year seven in college. Uh, but you know, like, like I said, grew up in the gym, so nothing else in the world I'd like. I'd rather be doing. It's kind of my my life's work, uh, but. You know, our team uh, embodies so far things that really matter to me. Um, you know, I've always been a believer in being the hardest playing team. I was never the most talented guy. I never, you know, got it. Probably even belonged on the court. But um, you know, you you were gonna have to you were gonna have to kill me to get me off of it. Um, and so we've got a group of guys that uh, that really like to play hard, or at least they're figuring out they like to play hard. They may not all have liked to when they got here, um, uh, but they uh, they're learning to compete too, and that's that's the biggest thing with us. You know, I, I've gotten a lot better at skill development as a as a coach, but as a player, I wasn't a big drill guy. I wanted to get after it. I wanted to compete. You know, yeah. I didn't want to be at a workout somewhere. I wanted to get dropped off uh, at a blacktop and let's play for a couple hours. And so 
we do a lot of playing in practice. We go one-on-one every day, three-on-three every day, five-on-five every day, um, and they have really learned to embrace that and, and go to war with each other. Um, and so I think that we're getting to a point where practices are harder than games, um, certainly harder than games we've played so far. Uh, but I, I think that uh, me and who I want our program to be uh, is just a group of hard-working, tough dudes that don't care about what we have or the resources around us that uh, we're just going to go get it. And um, I've been excited as these guys have sort of bought into that and transformed into that. And it hadn't been easy and there's been some growing pains and we had to say goodbye to some folks. You know, we started the year with 20. Um, We're down to 16. One's torn in ACL. So we're down to 15 for the, for this season that we're going to go to war with. Um, But there's, there's been some growth and uh, some addition by subtraction. And now we are, um, we are a group of guys that are really starting to to buy in and and believe in, in who we are and who we can be. That is awesome. That voice you listen to there is Matt Grantham. He's the uh, head basketball coach at Lenore Community College. Got a couple of his players here, and we're going to get to know them a little bit here in the next few minutes. Uh, we've got Aiden Eller, Micaiah Tarver. And, Micaiah, we'll start with you. Just uh, where are you from? Where would you go to high school? How would you end up at Lenore Community College? Um, so I was born in Fayetteville. Went to Westover High School, coached by uh, George Stackhouse. Former Kinston High School yeah. uh, coach, uh, George Stackhouse. And um, pretty much – Coach Grantham over here uh, hit me up one day. You know, he just got his head coaching position at Lenore. And he told me he uh, liked how I play, um, liked what I could bring to the team. And so we just basically went up from there. And it was actually uh, talking to Coach Stackhouse weeks prior that I think I'm going to get this job. Yeah. and. Yeah. We 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 want Micaiah, and then it turned out we want Micaiah and Noah, um, and, and and so uh, I'm very blessed. Micaiah actually signed with us the day I was introduced as the head coach, uh, so I got the job. With so February. he was your first signee, then. Uh, we signed three guys that day, but okay. yeah, him, his high school teammate Noah, um, both signed that day, and Deontay Joseph from Greenville signed that day. Um, who we had a long-standing relationship. I had coached against him and recruited him as a college coach. He's a junior, so. Uh, those three guys, um, you know, I will always have a tremendous amount of uh, appreciation for them taking uh, a leap of faith with me very early on before, you know, they had any reason to trust me. Um, and another thing I really like about Makai and Noah is that those two guys kind of did the the Region 10 tour, going to workouts and tryouts for other people in our league that were foolish enough to pass on them and are going to pay the ultimate price for that (laughs) for the next two years. Um, But uh, they they had really been getting out on the road and going to workouts and trying to to earn a spot. And I think people overlooked them a little bit because of some size. But I knew if they had played for George Stackhouse and and he stamped them that they were going to be able to to do play for anybody. And they were going to. And the thing I've loved is. Those dudes came in with more basketball knowledge as true true first semester freshmen than you know guys I've coached when I took came into programs that were juniors and seniors in college. I mean, wow. from actions to the way to guard things to terminology. I mean, there may not be ten better high school basketball coaches in the country than George Stackhouse, and the way that he's prepared these young men for college. Um, for the rest of my time here at Lenore, if he calls me and says I got a guy for you, they're coming. I'm, wow, no, no questions asked. We'll take them. What do you see uh, Makai's role being this year on this team? Um, uh, you know, I'm a guy that uh, truly believes that you got to earn everything day in and day out. So um, I would have told you a few weeks ago that uh, it, it 
it would be hard-pressed for somebody to steal the start point guard job from Micaiah, but I didn't let him start on Tuesday, so maybe <laughs> maybe I uh, um, I should I should have bit my words there a little bit. But um, he is going to be the head of the snake for us. Um, okay. The way he guards the ball, ninety-four feet, um, and and really can zigzag and create trouble and be disruptive. Uh, that's going to be a big part of who he is, and he's going to run the show for us. Um, we've got a couple other really talented point guards, um, Jarius Northam and Deontay Joseph. Uh, Deshaun Hooker can play some point. Clarence Burton, who's a Kinston kid, can play some point. So a lot of guys are going to get opportunities to run that, and, and Makai will play off the ball a little bit as well. But uh, for all intensive purposes, he will be the, the head of the snake for us and the, the floor general in the court most of the time. I love it. Uh, Aiden Eller, tell us a little bit about yourself, How, where you went to school, how you ended up uh, here in Kenson at Lenore Community College. Um, I went to Northwest Guilford High School. Uh, I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina. I was coached by Lee Revis, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually graduated class of 2022. Okay. So I went up to Lee's McRae last year, and I redshirted up there, and some things happened up there, and so I needed a bit of a different situation and our assistant coach coach Motley uh gave me uh coach Grantham's number and we really we uh kind of hit it off and I, I was really excited about what he had going on and the things that he was talking about and it really like matched how I wanted to play and so I came up for a visit and I saw the school and kind of saw what he had planned and, and I really liked it and so I decided to come and, and sign and now I'm here I think this is one of the best decisions I've ever made I'm I'm loving playing for coach, and, and my teammates are great, and, and I'm, I'm really falling in love with Kinston and Lenore Community College. I'm, I'm just really happy to be a part of all this. Well, and my, my, my dog Molly's checking you out right now. <laughs> she's. I <laughs> hope you doing? guys are cool with dogs. I mean, she's the sweetest. She's about yeah. 14 years old, man. I mean, yeah. she's, she's sweet. Sweet old puppy dog. <laughs> uh, comparing Greensboro, comparing and contra- contrasting Greensboro to Kinston, it's a little bit different, isn't it? Yes, it, it's definitely a little different. Um, I'm I'm a guy that I mean I love Greensboro. Yeah. I mean, got all I'm my from Northwestern North Carolina myself, so I'm yeah. very familiar with Greensboro. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the biggest difference it's just it's a little smaller in Greensboro, but I mean it's got like a really homey feel. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you go in into grocery stores, the gas stations. I mean, everybody's having a conversation. Everybody knows who everybody is. I mean, it, it's a really cool place, and I'm glad I get to be a part of it. That is awesome. Tell us a little bit about Aiden. Um, well, uh, Aiden has been a lot of fun to be around this year. And I think, uh, even Makai can probably tell you, we've watched him, uh, come out of his shell, uh, since he's gotten here. Um, you know, I think Aiden was always a hard playing dude, a hard worker. Um, and that's kind of what attracted me to him. I I don't think I realized he was going to be one of our best players, uh, when I made the first phone call. Um, Steve Harden, the head coach at Leeds McRae and Deshaun Motley, um, who's his assistant, are two really good friends of mine that I talk to on a regular basis that were really excited for me when I got this job. And uh, Mott and I go way back. You know, I was at his, uh, I've been at his baby showers. You know, we, we're, we're very close. Um, and so they called me and said, we've got this kid that was uh, a red shirt for us this year, uh, probably deserves a little bit more scholarship money going into year two, but our tuition has gone up and, and we're just not going to be able to make a big financial difference for him. Uh, and, and, he deserves to not be paying as much money as he's going to, have to pay. So uh, we got on the phone and talked a little bit, and it helped that he was from Northwest Guilford. Me and Lee Revis go way back to um, all the way back to when before Northwest Guilford when he was at Glen High School. Um, 
making the trip up there with my dad's teams when White Oak played Glenn in some big playoff games. Uh, so me and Coach Revis knew each other, and, you know, he kind of told me, I asked him about Aiden, and he said, well, it depends on what you're looking for. Um, but he's a good kid, and he's a hard worker. And that what we were looking for when we built this thing, and I think you and I talked about it the last time, was uh, I wanted hard-playing dudes that weren't scared of hard work, that had played for good high school coaches. I knew they had been coached. They had been taught the game. They knew what work was going to look like. And I wanted guys that could dribble, pass, and shoot. Um, now, you know, they kept telling me, the Leeds McCray guy, he's a better athlete than you think. Um, and that sounded ni- like nice words people say about a kid. Um, but uh, the, about a week into it, I think Aiden dunked on somebody in practice for the first time, and everybody's <laughs> like, whoa, okay. Um, and so uh, – It reminded you of all the dunks you had when you were in high school, Yeah, right. right. Yeah, when we, were, when we would go play in the driveway <laughs> on an eight-foot rim. Yeah. Um, but uh, – and. The other thing with Aiden is, you know, like I said, our, our practices are wars. Like, we really try to make a competitive atmosphere. We have something we call a compete day at least once a week where from the start of practice to the end of practice, there's a score on the board and it doesn't change. Like, it's not a new score each drill. It's when we're in one-on-one, we're in two teams, and, you know, at the end of one-on-one, it might be 12 to 15. And when we go on to the next thing, that score stays 12 to 15. And at the end of practice, there's a winner and a loser. Um, and, it, and the winners get to talk a lot of smack for the rest of the week uh, until the next compete day. And so, you know, I kind of talked to Aiden a little bit before he came in here. I don't even know if he'll remember this conversation, but I want to—I want you to walk in here from day one with a swagger, like you're the best shooter in here, and nobody can mess with you. Um, and I want you to—don't don't you ever turn down an open shot. Um, and he's been screamed at a couple of times for uh, turning down open threes. And uh, you know, I've told him I want him to get them up. Um, and uh, we've watched him come out of his shell from. A guy that was, you know, figuring out what his role would look like to a guy that is hunting his shot, being aggressive, and when he's getting off, he's letting people know about it and, and talking a little bit, and not, and we really like that. Uh, you know, my thing in practice. confidence is a beautiful thing. Oh it? yeah, our thing in practice is I'm gonna I'm gonna let you talk. I'm gonna let you talk your junk as long as you're backing it up. If you're if you're playing hard and competing, then by all means, you know, let them know about it. Let your teammates know what you, what you're doing, but. We're not going to be the dudes in here. We're not going to be losers. We're not going to be in here running our mouths, making excuses, or running our mouths from behind. Like you know, when you're winning, you know, you can you can tell them. When you're yeah. losing, keep your mouth shut. Thirty-three points, like you said, in eighteen minutes in the first game. How many of those were three pointers? Six for eleven. Wow. Six for eleven. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah, and I think two dunks. Uh, I think I only got one off. Yeah, two dunk, two dunk attempts. One where he hey, took no, off no, and no, probably no, too no, far. No. Can, can I give him some advice? When your coach says you had two dunks yeah, yeah. and your point guard says – he's over here shaking his head too. When your coach and your point guard says you had two dunks, you say, thank you, coach. Yeah, that's what I had. In fact, maybe I had three. Yeah, I think, I think, might I have think it might have been three, yeah. actually. There you go. I yeah. think it might have been. I want to give you guys a chance, and uh, we'll start with you this time, Aiden. Hey, talk a little bit about this LCC program and playing for Coach Grantham. Um, I mean, obviously, I wasn't 100% sure what this was going to look like coming in. Um. I was excited to come play for uh, in the Region 10 and play for a community college, but I wasn't sure how different that was going to look coming from a place like uh, Leeds McRae. Yeah. But, I mean, since we've got here, I mean, the biggest thing for me is I'm a guy that wants to work hard and, and improve and really, like, get better at my craft. And, and that's something that is, has really been cultivated through coach, like pushing us every day. Like, I mean, even yesterday, I mean, we, I mean, we were going to war yesterday. I mean, just hard defensively, hard rebounding drills. I mean, really getting after it just – the day before a game, like, I mean, we were really ready and really locked in on making sure that we're improving every single day. And that that's bringing a nature to all of our guys. I think that, like, once it's it's time to play, like, 
nobody's going to want to play as hard as us. Nobody's going to be able to be ready to compete for 40 minutes the way that we are. So I'm I'm loving everything that that we've got going on here and just the the culture and, and the work ethic that we have have created here as a team and I think that a lot of people in Kinston are going to be really surprised by how many games that uh, Lenore Community College wins this year. This guy was ever in his shell? You're talking about breaking him out of his shell? <laughs> Good Lord. He sounds like an ACC guy at a, at, in front of a microphone right now. He, he's a very confident young man, and for yeah. good reason. There's nothing wrong and, with and that. He also, he also, I believe, his lowest grade in any class right now is about a 97, so uh, he's a high achiever. Uh, I never had that. I, hey, I, I was Mr. 2.0 guy, okay? Let's just leave it at that. Uh, Makai, tell me a little bit about uh, It's kind of the same question I asked him. Playing for Coach Grantham and your expectations and all that for this season. Um, just to piggyback off what he was saying, uh, I was a little skeptical or unsure of what I was about to yeah. see uh, coming in here. But then on the same side, um, I was excited, you know, go, going to all these tryouts and workouts and not hearing anything back from them. And finally getting a chance, it was just like a a breath of fresh air almost. And so um, I've been really happy with uh, the situation that's going on now. Um being able to play how I want to play. I feel like my confidence is growing every day, uh, and that just comes from being able to uh, put in work consistently. And so um, I'm just really excited for what the season has ahead of ahead for us. We got moving parts in here. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I got a dog here. I got him yeah. uh, here all over the house. So, listen, guys, I appreciate you all coming in today. Uh, let's make this a regular thing, Coach. For what sure. do you think every couple of weeks or so? For sure. And I, I, I'd love to bring you some other guys to, That's what, uh, to well, introduce you to I'll tell you what, you couldn't well. have brought two better guys than this right here. I'm serious. Thank you so much, Makaya, Aiden. Sir. Uh, just, I, I got it. I yeah, this is you saw my TV setup. Yeah. Okay. I'm a big NFL uh, oh, yeah. football package guy. You know, I like to watch the games. I'm going to skip some of that to come out and watch you guys play on uh, Sunday, okay? All right. At 3 o'clock. Good, and man. I mean, I was a little not wishy-washy, but I was like, well, you know, it's Sunday league pass. You know, I want to watch. Uh, <laughs> I was listening this morning. So yeah, I, yeah. I, you I know heard. what I'm saying. Well, guess what? I'm going to be there Sunday, okay? All right. Because I want to I want to see. What, you got me excited. I'm not I'm even excited. joking. You guys got me fired up, man. I, it, we've had some down years, you know? You guys are playing on. Let me just give you a little bit of history. I've been here for 21 years, so I've been. In Kinston, longer than you guys have been alive, man. Bobby Dawson, the court that you play, I'm going to get goosebumps telling you this. He knew Bobby Dawson, one of the great coaches of all time, I'm telling you. Uh, just He was a gentleman. He was uh, Now, he was hard on his guys, too, when he needed to be. But I tell you what, you guys are playing on a court of a, of a gentleman who's one of the – I've been doing this as a sports writer since 1991. He was, he's in one of my top three or four coaches I've ever covered. And you guys have the honor of playing on his court. So – uh, I can't wait to see you guys on Sunday, okay? Well, yeah, I'm serious. Thank you guys for coming in this morning. You. you guys are awesome. Thank I mean, you, usually you, I just I'm impressed. You guys are you guys <laughs> are very very impressive. I can't wait to see y'all. Ter- let's see y'all are playing uh, Cleveland Community College. That that's from they're from Shelby. That yeah, was the last your, place yes, I your, came your from. Your stomping grounds. That was my old yeah. stomping grounds. So. Uh, Kicks and Cleveland, and uh, kicks your Cleveland bud on Sunday. Right? You, you probably know uh, the head coach uh, Grace Pierce came from Kings Mountain High School. I, I definitely know the name. Yeah. I, that's you got to remember. I've been here for twenty one years. That's though. right. Yeah. So, uh, but I remember the name. Uh, he he was quite the player too. Yeah. Yeah. They they play hard and they're going they're going to press and trap and, and scramble a lot. It's going to be a it's going to be an up and down game. You know, we probably won't get to execute quite as much as I'd like us to, but. Uh, 
it'll be a fun one. Uh, it'll be a culture war for sure. Well, let me tell you, it's been a rough couple of years here, and I don't have to tell you that. I'm sure Shelly's told you that and all the folks at LCC. Uh, and I love basketball. But I don't know if you can tell or not, basketball is my favorite <laughs> sport, okay? I mean, I really do. And I'm excited about seeing some good LCC basketball this year, okay? And you're probably – have you met your public address announcer yet, Ricky Whaley? I have. I have, yeah. Super good guy. He's been doing it for years, years. One of my, He's one of my boys. He's a good guy. You guys are going to enjoy him. Thank you all so much for coming in. Yes, sir. We'll see you Sunday. Good luck in tonight's game. Safe travels tonight. We'll see you Sunday. Okay? All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having us, Brian. Absolutely. Let's get John and Jonathan in here and play the birthday game. We'll wrap up this uh, Friday, November the 10th edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. It's Friday. It's finally Friday. It's no longer football Friday, though, John Dawson, because all our teams lost last week. That's a shame. <laughs> that almost sounded sincere, didn't it? From him or you? From him. I, I am being sincere. I, I hate not doing football Friday. Ah, it is what it is. We've only yeah. got 92 hours of it on the weekends now. Yeah, I know. Isn't that depressing? It should be should be more than that. Uh, but, uh, hey, it's time to play the birthday game. It's that game we play every day right about this time. Before we get into the birthday game, though, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, I want to know what you have planned this weekend. What, what you got over there, Dizzle? Uh, well, we finished John Guy Barrett's record last weekend, so we're going to be working on mixing it all weekend. I've got columns to finish, and I was in South Carolina earlier this week. My friend Corey A. Moore and his wife, Rhea. Yeah, tell us about that. Adopted a baby boy named Kason, and we were there for the final um, court procedure to finalize the adoption. I'm, I'm co-godfather uh, with a guy named Ferris Dixon, so we, the wife and I drove down for that. And uh, Spartanburg is a long way away. It is. Ooh, if I had known you were going to Spartanburg, I would have given you some explosives to take with you. You know that's who stole our baseball team. Spartanburg stole uh, our Down East Wood Ducks, and they're building a new facility. In fact, they just broke. It's ironic. Now, where were the Wood Ducks before we had them? Uh, in California. So we stole them from California. We didn't steal them. We we took them the way. Oh, my God, he did the four side eyes and a half second thing again. Yeah. How do you do that? You are an X-Man, aren't you? I can't talk about that, Brian. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, but your superpower is uh, the ability to side-eye. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, uh, Spartanburg stole uh, the Down East Wood Ducks. They start there in 2025. We have them for one more year here in Kinston. But, uh, yeah, if I'd have known you were going, I would have uh, had you. Uh, they just broke ground on the facility uh, late last week. Not this past week, but uh, last week. Spartanburg seems like a weird destination. Yeah, well, did you hear how much they're spending? How much? $250 million they're building. Now, I've not been to the new Truist Park in uh, Atlanta, have you? Yeah, I didn't know if you had. I'm not going to ask you, John Dawson. But uh, what they did with Truist Park in uh, Atlanta is they built a ballpark, which that's, you know, pretty crazy in and of itself. But then they basically built a community around it stores hotels restaurants i mean they basically built a little small town around the it baseball sounds like field. the fake towns they put up against the berlin wall that, yeah yeah well except these are real restaurants and real hotels and or so the germans would have us believe yeah right? there you go or the spartanburgians is that a, is that a word the spartan burgers ah the spartan burgers get it <laughs> i mean jonathan well, he <laughs> chuckled. He didn't really laugh. Nine. Yeah. Nine. 
That was gasping for air. Oh, that's what it is. Dude, you do not. You, how long have you had this thing now? This has been like a week and a half. How about six months now. Seriously, how long? You didn't have it when we went to Vegas. No. Um, Apparently what I got happens it, in Vegas does not stay in Vegas. I got it the week after we got back. Okay. We hope he starts feeling better, right? Uh, who cares? <laughs> I hope you start feeling better, okay, Jonathan? You know what would make me feel a lot better? What's that? A little lead poisoning. <laughs> Good God. Dude, we're not supposed to be this dark on a Friday. It's Friday. The Friday. Week, the week has beaten us down, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, I got to tell you, I'm a little low-key depressed. We don't have any more football, high school football. I mean that. The worst season, and I've talked about this this week here on the show, but I don't. I know I've not talked about it. Y'all, the worst season. Five football teams in Lenore County, okay? Mm-hmm. Kenson, North, North, South, North, Parrot, and Bethel. Yeah. Lenore, Lenore plays they combined. Please let me take a hammer to that. Yeah, thing. I almost I'm want you to. They combined for 12 wins. Okay. Five high school football teams combined. And then three of those wins were against each other. And you want more of that is what you're saying? You know what? Valid point. I'm just. <laughs> no, no. So you take away the wins they had against each other. Those albums you haven't listened to, you got time to listen to them. Okay. Those books you haven't read, you got time to read them. That bathing you've been meaning to get around to. Just saying, there's lots you can, you know. Those missed naps you've had. See, now, Jonathan speaks wisdom. I don't know what that stuff you were saying over there, John Dawson, but Jonathan is correct, yes. Missed naps, man. Those are important, man. I mean, you're going to take a long nap at some point, but, you know. Might as well take the short ones while you have a chance. Good Lord. What is it you call him? The Prince of Darkness? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Jonathan Massey, I'm going to make you tell us about uh, Goeco <laughs> Office Automation, Prince of Darkness. Now, do I, gonna, do I need not, to do it for him? Yeah. Yeah, go you ahead. You don't need to do that for, for Jock, not so much for me. Yeah, Jock Passleg runs Goeco Office Automation, and they're the sponsor for this segment. And even though we do have the Prince of Darkness on staff here, Jock Passleg having heard of Jonathan's condition has already made calls to all the major hospitals around the country. He's going to be taking Massey on a get well tour. They're going to the Mayo Clinic. No, Hanks, that's not where you get mayonnaise. Oh. I know you were, that's where you were headed. Hellman's. Uh, no, not there either. That's where you get your helmets. No, that's <laughs> but, a Hellman's. Uh, Jacques Pasileg at Goeco has the, uh, the office automation and the ideas and the know-how to take your business to the next level. And if you don't have a business yet, you go tell him what you're thinking about, and he'll make it a reality. Back to you, Brian. I like it. If we want to get a hold of him over there, Raspy McGrasputin, Rasputin, how do we do it? You dial 252. 252-286-286-53-53-54-54. You know, you, you guys should probably say it normal so they can actually hear what the number is. <laughs> we did good. I think you or, boys don't leave them on come get the sheriff. Yeah, there you go. Sam you Elliott. Can visit his websites at goecomc.com or whatisgoeco.com or bucklesberry.com. Bucklesberry.com, by golly. That's I love right. it. Okay. Uh, let's jump into today's birthday game here, gentlemen and John. Here we go. Uh, he taught us to regulate. <laughs> he was born Warren Griffin III, but we know him better as Warren G. Warren G. But you can't be any geek off the street. It's clean first. Gotta be handy with the steel if you know what I mean. Gotta be handy with the steel if you know what I mean. Regulators! Regulators! 
Let me get my eardrum off the inside. Oh, for my regulator. Sorry about that. <laughs> Go right. Your eyes are bugged a little bit. Is that because of uh... <laughs> Jonathan? You didn't see. Do it again. <laughs> There you go. This is Regulators by uh, Warren G. Featuring Nate Dog. Really can't sing, so I'm going to talk. Give me lots of money, and I go on a walk. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Yeah, I made that up in two seconds. Yeah. Where's my money? Yeah, well, I don't know. Talk to Warren G. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Warren G. over there, uh, Jonathan Massey. Fan? Not a fan? Not particularly. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Ask me again. Uh, are you a fan, John Dunson Massey? Not to listen to. No. Ah. That's my boy. I like there it. Warren go. G., how old is he today over there, Jonathan Massey? 56. You say 56? What do you say, John Dawson? 55. He was born November the 10th in the year of the Lord, 1970. So he's 53. Congratulations, Jonathan Ma uh, Parrot Dawson. <laughs> what is the song behind this? This is a Michael McDonald song. Yeah. I keep forgetting. Keep I forgetting. Keep not in love anymore. Yeah. There you go. I like it, dude. Very so he nice. took a, a good song. <laughs> so he took a good song and decided to talk over it and make it horrible. Hey, dude, that is a rap classic. That's considered one of hip-hop's best songs of all so time. So this is a whole art form based on taking something that's great and making it not as great. <sighs> yeah, so Led Zeppelin. <laughs> there, there you, you go. go. Ah, we both agreed on that one. Okay, one to nothing, John Dawson, you lead. He was born David Atkins, but we know him better as comedian Sinbad. Oh, okay. We, we like I Sinbad here on this show. I never knew his real name. Yeah. David Atkins. No, he's a very good stand-up. And he's clean for the most part. I mean, he, he'll go blue. I think he's clean, clean. Is he clean, clean? I think so. Oh, my God. We saw, uh, it wasn't this, was it this past week or a couple weeks ago, this new comedian that's out who was hilarious. By the way, and Linda will back me up on this, the funniest altogether Saturday Night Live we've seen <laughs> in a long time. Who dude. was the host? Uh, Nate Bergazzi. Have no, I've seen the name in print, but I don't. You, he's Southern. He's funny. Saturday Night Live let a Southerner on. And, dude, their whole show was basically Southern skits, dude. It was hilarious. They did one. It was uh, like this quasi-musical thing. Now, it's kind of making fun of Southerners a little bit, but it was funny. I mean, we actually laughed out loud. I don't mind. They make fun of New Yorkers and Boston, Bostoners all the well, time. Well, are you sitting down? Because wait till I tell you this. Yeah. The opening skit was making fun of, uh, what's our president's name? I can't even remember. Biden. Was making fun, and I mean, ruthless making fun of Biden and his poor memory. And I mean, it was mean. You know uh -huh. how they've been mean towards Trump? They were mean towards Biden. Well, further, In fact, to the point where even Linda goes, wow, that was, why are they being so, I mean, it was funny. Well, for it, the record, they've, they've got every right to be mean to Trump, yeah. but they need to be mean to Dopey, too. I saw a video of kids out trick-or-treating. Now these kids are probably 15 years old or whatever. One kid was dressed up as Biden, had a Biden mask on. The other two were dressed up as Secret Service agents. And he would, like, walk up to trash cans. And <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, get up to the mailbox and start knocking on it. And then, like, he would, like, he would turn around and wave at nobody and <laughs> walk into a ditch. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. 
That's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. But back to the Saturday Night Live. Isn't you got to look him up, man. His name is Nate Bergazzi, and he he works clean too. That's his calling card, I guess, is that he doesn't curse, he doesn't whatever. And they had him on Saturday Night Live, and he was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I mean, I bet, no joke. Before this, uh, and uh, Foo Fighters was the musical guest. Okay. So I mean, it was a complete. They actually had a real band <laughs> and an actual funny person hosting. It. And it was very good. Well, back in the day. Saturday Night Live started in 75. Predominantly, the hosts were either comics or comedic actors. But when you get into where you're having Paris Hilton hosting the show because Bad Bunny. Whatever that is. Uh, uh, Steve Zabin, you know, the podcast I listen to, you know, basically one of my heroes. He was the one that I heard talk about him first and was just raving about him. Like, man, if you ever get to see, and this is several months ago, if you ever get to see Nate Bargatze, you've got to. I mean, he's hilarious and kind of went in one ear and out other than saw him on Saturday Night Live. He was very good. But anyway, uh, Sinbad over there, John Dawson. How old today is Sinbad? Seventy. You say seventy. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Is that what you were going to say? No, I oh. just I'm sixty-nine. No, he was born November tenth, nineteen fifty-six. He is sixty-seven years old today. So, uh, Jonathan Massey, you get that? It's tied up one to one. Speaking of SNL, the episode of Saturday Night Live that Sinbad hosted, I think it's from like nineteen ninety or ninety-one, ninety-two. It's a classic. Every sketch was funny, and Sade was the musical guest. And I remember him, he stopped his monologue. He said, y'all, Sade is fine. (laughs) It was was like, yeah, nobody knew that, but it was very funny. Hey, uh, another, this one of your favorite comedians coming up. He was a star of 30 Rock and also was on Saturday Night Live. It's Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. You love you some Tracy Morgan. I like him when he's reading what Tina Fey has written. Okay. Left to his own devices, I don't care for him all that much. Really? I don't know. He's great on talk on talk shows. Okay. Uh, he's hilarious on talk shows. He's very funny on Conan. I will give him that. Well, <laughs> he was just, he was next level on 30 Rock. I mean, just, uh, and it's like he, there was nothing he wouldn't do or nothing he wouldn't say, which is what made him that much funnier to me. Right. You know? I'm just saying, compare that show where she's writing for him to his other shows or movies in this. Yeah, I can see that. I uh, I I thought the funniest arc of uh, his character though was that you know he was trying to put forth this you know he goes to strip clubs and you know hookers and all this stuff and then it comes out that he's faithful to his wife and normal and normal and faithful to his wife and that was this big scandal i can't be normal that's bad for my career (laughs) what am i gonna do liz lemon oh my god what a great show now i want to go back and watch it again i think I, i think i need to go back and uh and start that at the beginning and watch it again it's that funny i've already done that twice now i've watched it all the way through twice i've, so. I've done it twice and I'm, I'm a little depressed that my show billions is over i went back and started was it a good it finale yeah it was okay it was a good very good finale and they left it totally wide open to have 20 spinoffs okay so. well good good uh tracy morgan jonathan massey you obviously you know who we're talking oh yeah yeah, yeah. how old is he today uh, well, we didn't even mention while you're thinking we didn't even mention anything about the the car crash that he had with Walmart truck oh yeah the best thing he ever did and, and you know he made plenty of money before that and uh, has made a lot of money off that since dude well I've, the way he deservedly you look at the, I've, he bought some a Bugatti what's the car a Bugatti yeah yeah if you're spending money like that you better you better hit a Walmart truck every couple of years <laughs> 
Or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, there uh-huh. you go. Tracy Morgan, Jonathan Massey. 60. You say 60. What do you say, John Dawson? 59. He was born November the 10th, 1968. So he's only 55. So congratulations to John Dawson. You get that. We just talked about this next part. You lead two to one. We just uh, talked about this gentleman a couple uh, days ago, in fact. And I just, uh, we you said we needed to get him here on the show. Oh, Walton Goggins. Today is Walton Goggins' birthday, man. And I am yet to see uh, him in anything bad. I mean, I've, I've yet to see him be a bad character in something. Every time when he comes on the screen and whatever he's in, it just lights up the screen to me, man. I don't know why he's not. I mean, I mean, sincerely, I don't know why he's not a bigger star. I mean, he should be an A-list star. He's a great actor. Well, I mean, he's he's been in a, he was in that Tarantino movie, Hateful Eight. I mean, I know he was in that. I saw that. I don't even remember that. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, Justified, dude, Righteous Gemstones, man. They just, and don't get it twisted. They're doing Justified, too. They write to his character, and he does it well. You've got to see. you got to watch Righteous Gemstones just for Baby. What's he called? Baby? Baby Billy Freeman. I saw about 40 minutes of it. I had to tack some Baby Billy onto the end of one of our birthday games. So I've, you know, I think he's funny. I'm not getting much out of the rest of it, but I like him here. Uh, The rest of it's pretty good, man. Don't you think so? He's definitely the highlight, Yeah. Yeah, I would probably have to say that. Uh, When he comes on the screen, again. He's got big teeth anyway, and it seems like he he still has something in there to get that little (laughs) They're going. I think he does. I think he does. (laughs) And evidently, that's really him singing, dude, when when they do the singing. I'm so proud of y'all. Now, go cheat. (laughs) He's so awesome. Okay, uh, Walter, or Walton, Walton Goggins over there, John Dawson. How old is he today? And I'm excited about Justified while you're thinking that they're going to come back and he's going to be on the Tell next. Tell the radio audience what I'm doing, bro. He's rubbing his hands together. In a maniacal fashion. In a very maniacal. He's got a maniacal look in his eye, too. Uh, 48. You say 48. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 49. It's, uh, I love it. it uh, he was born November the 10th, 1971. He's 52 today, and guess what? It's two to two again, coming down to the last one. Uh, this is a passed away person. You're not going to have to look up anything, though. This one makes me sad. I almost didn't include her because, it, in, in all sincerity, it makes me sad. I fell in love with her and just loved her in Clueless. She was amazing. She was an eight mile. Uh, oh, Brittany Murphy. Saw her in a couple other things. Dude, when do you think she died? 2009 exactly 2009 dude I swear I thought it was like 2014 I thought it was like 2013 dude she's been dead for 14 years I I don't know man that just uh, do you know who we're talking about Brittany Murphy she voiced somebody on King of the Hill yep yes she did did. Lou Ann yep her boyfriend was uh, lucky voiced by Tom Petty that's so awesome man Brittany Murphy, man, and she was so good and clueless, dude. She was so sweet and pure and everything in that, and then not so sweet and pure in uh, 8 Mile, but uh, <laughs> no, but still, uh, she was a good actress. I thought she was beautiful, and and I went down this rabbit hole. I thought she'd, like, overdosed or something. And no, I think it was a legit health issue. Pneumonia! Hmm. You know how you always hear every year there's, like, a 1,000 people die of pneumonia in America every year? You know she that, right? She may have had an underlying that's what they said. They, was, yep. yeah. It exacerbated, yeah. yeah. You're absolutely right. But still. You know, you never really associate 
the voice characters with the actual person. So, um, yeah, I mean, it sucks. I mean, she was, I feel like she was very young when she died, or comparatively speaking, to other dead people we've had on the show. But, she yeah. died in 2009, uh, Jonathan Massey. How old would the beautiful, lovely Brittany Murphy be if she were still alive? Do you know she dated Ashton Kutcher for a while? Doesn't surprise me. I, I didn't realize that, but yeah, she was. In fact, I think they were engaged. I'm going to say 49. You say 49. What do you say, John Dawson? This is for the win. 48. She was born November the 10th in the year of her Lord, 1977. So she would be 46 today. Congratulations, John Dawson. You get that. You win today 3-2. to two. Dude, you've won a couple of 3-2 to two games now in the past three days, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. Can I give you a hug? Not on your life, Brian. There you go. <laughs> hey, some local birthdays here. Elijah Rouse uh, used to play. He played at North Lenore High School, played at Mount Olive, and now he's a, a center director here in, uh, I believe, at Mock Gym. Uh, Elijah, right? no, he is at... Um, yeah, you would know better than me. What's the one they just installed the new gazebo at? Uh, Holloway. Holloway. He's a Holloway. Dude, I love me some Elijah Rouse. Say good, dude. I know you worked with him some. Mike Jim is Rico Hargett. Okay. Martin C. Freeman is. Who's retiring? Rico Hargett's retiring. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, Look, anybody who's got a chance to retire or. Amen. Yeah, yeah, I think think another Parks and Rec guy, great guy, I'm sure. And you probably met him, Harold Sutton. He's retiring soon, I think. Um,. I know Melissa McCoy is getting ready to retire in a couple of years. She is way too young to retire. Isn't she like 35 or 36? Well, she graduated with John. So I know. I was. Uh, Brian Dawson is going to be retiring about the same time. Good Lord. The whole Parks and Rec Department is going to turn over. Yeah. You ought to go back. Well, I mean, there'll be some openings. <laughs> yeah, there definitely will be. That's for sure. So, uh, congratulations there. Uh, hey, uh, today, uh, Elijah Rouse, happy birthday to him. Super cool guy I worked with up in the press box uh, last year. I didn't work this past season, but a year ago, Andrew McKinney. Thank the world of him. He's such, such a good dude. Very uh, quiet and under, understated, but a good guy. And then a uh, former ECU quarterback, Holton Aylers, who... For some reason, we're Facebook friends, but I love it. I, I'm sure I sent him a request, and he accepted. He is now, I think he's on the uh, taxi squad for uh, the Seattle Seahawks, if I'm correct. Thanks. Uh, but a uh, happy birthday, Holton. Happy birthday, Andrew McKinney. Just super, super dude to uh, the great Elijah Rouse. Uh, if today is your birthday, have a great birthday. Have a great weekend. We will see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And again, want to thank Jacques Passleg and GoEco Office Automation for being the title sponsor of the birthday game as he has been forever man what a fun show as we're putting a wrap on it here today goodness gracious when we started this bad boy two hours ago <laughs> i was wondering how in the world we're going to get eight people in on today's show well we did it uh thank you again to our first hour guest uh paul whittington and to uh head basketball coach of kenston high school christopher bradshaw don't forget tomorrow throughout kenston from 8 to 4 p.m tomorrow there's going to be uh girls basketball jamboree taking place all over the city that is going to be awesome uh and then here in our second hour tgif with ip having uh isaac parson on again that was awesome you could hear the excitement in his voice they're getting ready to leave winston Salem to head up to west virginia for uh, their games, and uh, they're going to be at the All-Star Game. Man, that's that's awesome. And then uh, I got to tell you, man, I it's been a minute since I've been as impressed as I was 
with uh, LCC uh, men's basketball coach Matt Grantham, uh, Aiden Eller, Micaiah Tarver, uh, just great representatives of Lenore Community College. I was just messaging with uh, Shelly Barnes, AD out there, and bragging on them to her. I mean, uh, just incredible. I cannot wait. Uh, first home game of the season this Sunday at 3 o'clock out at uh, the Sportatorium at LCC. Cannot wait for that. Listen, have a great weekend. Uh, it's going to be an awesome weekend filled with sports. Have a great weekend. I can't wait for it. Don't forget Monday's show. We're going to have Kevin Albritton on. He's going to be joining us, uh, Mark Panicelli, in our first hour. Have a great sports weekend. We'll see you on Monday on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Mm-hmm.